podcast important. Very, very important. Let's go. You're never going to believe this. The science is there. Bugs are real. Yeah, I could probably fight my mom. I'll fight your mom. God damn, this is important. Oh, good day, bitch. Welcome to Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be uh, listening to. It's both funny and true. That's our new slogan coined by my mom, who responds to my videos like uh, a bot from India, just spamming comments. Uh, but, you know, hey, that's great. That's she has nice. been telling you to come to Brazil quite a bit. Well, yeah, she keeps... Yeah, my mom keeps saying, "Come, come to, uh, come to Brazil. I receive you." I hear it's hot like a goddamn soup out there. Yeah, you sent her an episode of the podcast, and she said, "Who's still listening in 2021?" Yeah, it was really sad. It was really, really sad. Uh, those voices that you can hear are my two uh, lovely co-hosts, Shane Cooley and Jack Piss. Hi, I am, and of course. Uh, Connor Doyle, hello, bitch. I tip my hat to you, bitch. And uh, welcome to Podcast Very Important. Each week we count down the top 10 number one most important things that you gotta know. These are things that really the big news outlets, the small news outlets, uh, the regular uh, North American style outlets, the European style outlets, uh, none of them are covering the sort of stuff that we're jumping into. So you're being brave by listening to this, wouldn't you say, guys? Mm-hmm. I'd say you're. I'd say you should tell people that you're listening to this and see how they react. If they congratulate you, if they tell you that you're being brave, or if they just sort of ignore you. Yeah, then you say yeah. it was a joke. Let's role play it. Oh no, I don't like that. Okay, yeah, let's role play. <clears throat> oh uh, wow! Ha! Oh man! Listening to this podcast. <laughs> This makes my commute so much funnier. Uh, excuse me, sir. Please <laughs> oh, just hold still. You're, this this <laughs> rectal exam is going to be over in a second. <laughs> I just I wish you oh. would just pay like pay me the bare minimum of a respect of as your doctor and just at least listen to me while <laughs> I inspect. What are you listening to, anyways? <laughs> this is good. Hearing Shane's amazing punny quips. Who's Shane? Hearing Con- Connor's incredible. Uh, Oh, there's definitely something wrong here. Hearing, uh, hearing Jack pisses, sir. Can you just being there? Please relax your oh, bum yeah. just for a second. You're hurting my fingers. You're hurting my knuckles. Here, sir. look at this. Have you heard oh, this? Hold God, on. come here. Oh, come here. Let it go, uh, Doctor Zatzman. Is everything this, okay in there? This guy's got an anus like a bear trap. Let go. Um, Let go, damn you, no. beast. Oh, doc. Doctor, what's going on here? Oh, no, he's getting slurped up. Please. I loved her more than I ever told her. I, I never said it enough. Okay, and then, and scene. That was really good. And that should be what it looks like when you guys listen to the podcast. Yeah, well, I think you, instead of saying our names, because I think there's a lot of people named that, you... You should lead with, oh, podcast very important. So funny. Love listening to this. Oh, true. Okay. And then let the rest uh, Let's happen. do it again. Okay. Let's do it again. <clears throat> oh, wow. Podcast very important. No, it's very I funny. I told you not to come back here. I can hardly practice my, my trade anymore. All I've got is my ring finger and my pinky, you bastard. You demon from hell. 
Doctor, that man, he's up on the ceiling. He won't come oh. down. He, I barely made it out alive last time, and you've come back to taunt me, eh? Well, yeah, joke's on you. I watched Constantine last night. I know how to deal with your kind. Uh, God is good. God is great. Let us thank God him is on very this day. good. Thank I him love him. Thank him. I think he's cool. Thank him I've been best friends with God if he would have me. I go to his birthday every year. And scene. Okay, great. Now yeah, I one, can see Jackie been going to church. So that's yeah, that good. one was looser, but I think we got the message across. Can we make a top ten number one out of this? That's your job. You're the orator. I Actually, don't know. I've got something important. Uh, now that you mentioned top ten number ones, I it's come to my attention. I don't want you guys to freak out here, but Uh-oh. someone has been selling, has been posting bootleg top ten number ones, and if you look close. It's actually they've been top ten number sevens, but the seven kind of looks like a one, and they've been passing them off. I just want to say this: this this reeks of Connor's mom's behavior. It does. This does reek of my mom. This reeks like Connie Doyle. I was I was down at Dragon City Mall on Spadina and Dundas, and there was a kiosk there selling top ten number ones. They said. And I said, I don't remember doing any of these. And they said, who are you? And I pointed out my shirt that says top 10 number one, number one host. It didn't have yeah. a pic- pictures on it like Che Guevara or. Yeah, me as Che Guevara. Mm. They were lists. They were lists of important things. No. Yeah. So in where we would say, yeah, we would say something important is like. Uh, mystery of the cocaine mummies they would have things like Egypt is a country oh fuck well that's really that's why didn't we ever think of that one well the it thing is it's not that important we're talking t- number sevens here not right? really important. like sure it's important you, but it's not that important Shane you go to Egypt tell that to them there also if Egypt wasn't a country we wouldn't have Rafi and his smooth Arabian vibes uh, banana phone. Yep. All right. You know, what would we do without King Tut's baby beluga, as I like to call Rafi? Now, guys, this sounds exactly like the kind of thing Chinatown would be doing. It sounds exactly like the kind of thing they'd be doing. I don't want to say what they would or wouldn't be doing. It's really none of my business. I only go there to get I will. my mustache waxed. And it, Connor, I will. I've been in a war against now. Chinatown. I've been. Oh my God! See, this is this is part of the problem. What? Chinatown has. They're they're moving in on all. They're moving in on my town, basically. Connor mm-hmm. Town. Connor Town is my backyard, and it's a small miniature that I made in my shed. Mm-hmm. Where you sell bootleg. Top to number no, I sell, the re- I sell the real deal, Shane. Come on. Mine, this is the real thing. You come on down to Connor's Market in the center of Connorville. What are the hours like? Uh, it's, re- it's only open for about three minutes a day. Okay. Well, yeah, hold up, uh, hold up one of these top 10 number water. ones you're selling. Let's see. Oh, why is it so wet? Ooh, yeah, and small. that's a top 10 number 11. It's in the shed. It's one the, of the shed. Ones. Yeah, okay. Well, I... Got lost a little bit on that one. It doesn't matter, guys. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy top ten number ones, buy it from the source, and that's me in my backyard. Come by, 
to Connorville. It's open for uh, one day a year for three minutes. Cool. Bingo. So what let me know ahead that, of time. Is that rotating or? It depends. Kind of a lottery system or is it whenever you feel like it? Yeah. Okay. Is it lunar based? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean about the Chinatown spread. Um, I, this, this place I moved into, it's supposed to have two bathrooms, but I can't use one of the bathrooms because there's a guy selling jackfruit in there. Oh no. It's so expensive too. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's going to expect me to buy something if I use the bathroom. How do you feel about that? It being jackfruit. Like I personally eat a lot of Shane fruit. I never made the link that they named that fruit after me. That's actually so nice. Usually people just tell me my name is, I'm named after Jack Off, which is gratifying, but after a while, kind of sad. What's that? Huh? Yeah, explain. Um, <laughs> come on, you boy. Come on, you guys never friggin' played organized sports? Uh, huh? Now, you say that the fruit was named after you, Jack, the Jack fruit. I'm wondering yeah. if maybe you were named after the fruit instead of the fruit named after you. I mean, you. don't you think if I was named after the fruit, my name would be Jackfruit? That's a good point. You might be Jackfruit Piss. It's just that, like, people have fruit names, you know, like Apple, mm. Apple Peltro or whatever. My brother, Watermelon Doyle. There's a lot of people that have these fruit names cherry garcia tomato tomato my favorite italian mafioso <sighs> cool you guys ever met a real life italian yeah hey here's a any if you're italian and you're listening to this email us tell us what it's like tell us if it was hard growing up italian Uh, I do. There was, uh, I don't think you were there, Shane, but a friend of ours, uh, uh, he had a wedding, uh, to his wife and they were getting married and his wife's family is Italian. Yeah. They didn't invite me. They didn't want me to steal the show. Kind of what happened at Connor's wedding. Yeah. I, I actually told them that Shane had been dead because everybody knows at my wedding, uh, when Shane showed up, everyone went nuts and I was supposed to be doing my speech and thanking everybody. And they said, let Shane go, let Shane go. And he did it his 15 minutes and used up the rest of the time at the venue. So I didn't officially get married, but that's besides the point. We're not talking about that right you now. You shouldn't have let him have a walk-on song. That was your first mistake. I didn't. He organized that with the DJ. Yeah. Sick. And then, you know, they gave me the light. Two minutes in, I blew past that. Who cares? We have to get a light. The light's a recommendation for Shane. We get a light. Sorry, go on. So there was an Italian wedding and it was difficult. It wasn't difficult. It happened. They did it great. What, it was a very nice wedding. But what happened was it got to a point where this, this like Italian uncle came out and the energy on this man, the aggression on this guy was like nothing I'd ever seen in my life. Wait, so he came out like like a, a magician would come out or like like somebody in a mascot costume and they're like and now it's time for the uncle yes a hundred percent they did that and he came out and he was like hey you guys you know my you uh you, you treat her right treat her right 
you gotta know how to fucking do that, all right? And he like looked at all of us and me and like, okay. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, I, okay, that's fine. You were treating her poorly up until that point though. Don't leave that out of the story. Yeah, but he didn't know that. He sounds like a Mothers Against Drunk Driver presenter, like one of those people who comes to your high school and just scares you straight so that you stop drinking and driving to school. And then he's saying like some Frank Sinatra thing. Did he? Did he do my way? He did. It, it, it was something like that. Or like, it was a very good year. Probably the <laughs> saddest song to sing at a wedding. <laughs> he did New York, New York, but he did Toronto, Toronto, and it just took way longer. I've just never it, seen. It, it wasn't great. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure they exist. I've never seen an Italian outside of a movie TV show. A movie TV show, yeah. Mm. Well, what would you like to, what, what, I mean, what, why would they not exist? I was at a wedding for, with a lot of them. Maybe there were, maybe it was like a LARPing thing and you didn't get it. Yeah, I, I mean, they do sound kind of fake. They all speak Italian and they live in a boot. I don't know about that. Come on. I, well, I, there once was a lady who lived in an old shoe, you know, but that's not true. That's just a storybook that they read you. Right? It's true. Yeah, I'm Italian skeptical now. Jack's convinced me. Yep. I'm Frank. Frank, I'm atheist. The one time we see an Italian uncle, it's at the wedding that I wasn't at. Convenient. Well, Jesus, now I don't even know if it happened. Ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, let's move on, okay? I just found out about something really fun. Uh, Do you guys hear about the disco demolition that happened in 79 in Chicago? Do you know about this? The disco witch story? Demolition, Demolition night? Oh, when they threw all the records on the... I won't spoil Yeah. Yeah. I like those words together. I don't know what that was. I was expecting it to be much more violent than what you just gave a preview for, Shane. So it was a promo that the MLB did for... Because the uh, specifically in Chicago, I think it was the White Sox, I think is the 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 people, the team. Wait, did and they the, also they, do 10 Cent Beer Night? The White Sox are lawless. He, so, well, we'll they got after. in trouble for this. So White what they Sox did was law. it was like disco was really big and a bunch of rock people were like, that is a th- problem, a threat to me. Somehow like, I don't understand. Disco that. music is like fucking rocking as hell. Like, I don't understand yeah. hating it. It's like sick beats and like huge bands playing crazy shit. Four on the floor. That's like almost as many as you can have on the floor. That's awesome. Well, regardless, these guys really hated ABBA and all their friends. And so there was a, uh, they did a promotion, Major League Baseball did a promotion where uh, you could get in, I think you got in for free or cheaper if you brought a disco record. And in between the games, they were uh, going to blow up all of the things in the center of the field, all of the records in the center of the field. Sick. So they set it all up. Right. That people, first of all, people weren't, were not waiting till the end. People were just like hucking them like frisbees and discs while the baseball the, game was happening. Well, at the beginning, yeah. And then they were like, okay, we're going to do it at, at halftime. So chill out. Then it started, ha- then the halftime or between the games happened and they put them in the center. Everybody started throwing them. They blew up the, uh, the records and and I will say that they had expected that they would get like a few thousand more people 
for for the event in doing this uh, you know like they yeah. were hoping for a crowd of, of 20,000 a free explosion so they hired security right they hired a security for 35,000 okay and they'd only usually had like 15 or something like that right uh they showed up and the capacity of the park is just under 50,000 it's like 44,000 uh more than that number of people showed up uh, thousands got in illegally climbing over the gates and things for this. Nice. They then set up the thing and they blow it up in the center of the field and everybody goes wild. The explosion is way bigger than they thought it was going to be. It ruins the field. Nice. And <laughs> levels the and city. It, it, so it ruins the field. Like it lit, it made a divot and it's just the whole ground is, is just messed up. Yes. Grass torn up. And then they, uh, everybody in the stands just rushes the field and they had to just, they had to just call it and forfeit the, the following game and all that. That's fantastic. Can't wait for the white Sox to take over the world and just destroy civilization. You think the white stripes are going to do it? No, the white Sox. Wasn't it the white Sox? Oh, I thought you said the White Stripes, and I was thinking I didn't no, know what Jack forget, White. I mean, Jack White maybe has potential. Meg is, I don't know, who knows what she's doing out there these days, opening opening a friggin' Stomp. drumming school. I tell you what, you can hear her coming. She just You just hear, stomp, 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 stomp. She's just stomping. It's like a gross icky thump. Icky thump, ooh, the funk, put a punk to the wop, that's it, and I'm to go. Um, to be honest, when you said disco demolition, the first thing that came to mind was a big disco ball, like a wrecking ball smashing into, I don't know, name a building that people would be upset at losing the pyramid, the white house. Yeah. The white house. Um, now that would be cool. I, uh, so that reminded me of 10 cent beer night. Have you guys heard about that? Is that when 10 cent, the Chinese online shopping uh, website was just uh, selling sending beer, free, for one sending night. free yeah. beer to people's addresses in Canada <laughs> by some insidious um, plot that no one could uncover. Well, it turns out that uh, baseball—they really don't give a shit. And this was well, this was five years before Disco Demolition Night, so they just—they're all having problems constantly. I think the '70s were just a fun time. Yeah, yeah, all the lead poisoning, everyone's just going wild. All the lead poisoning, the gas crisis. Yeah, it's kind of I feel like it's sort of like the late adolescence of the 20th century. Like our pre like the prefrontal cortex wasn't fully developed yet. We didn't have executive decision making skills. Yeah, we do that really good now. Like the CIA went too far, hippies went too far, everyone went too far. Yeah, and then in about 20, 2015, we stopped doing all that. Yeah, we yeah, gave we up. Chilled right out. Yeah, started hanging um, out. So with this ten cent beer night, that it's you know what it sounds like, and I was wrong. It wasn't the White Sox. It was the Cleveland uh, Native Americans. Whatever, dude. Let's go back to baseball-based tribalism. Let that be society. Let's go. And uh, so yeah, they were selling pints of beer for ten cents, and the only rule was that you couldn't buy more than six beers at a time. Mm. So That's insane. They don't let you have more than two. You can't cut more than two. They learned at, the at least at, 
at the ball game in in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, they learned their lessons from Ten Cent Beer Night, and um, it was all bartended by uh, two teen girls who were immediately overthrown. That two is yeah, two, and they weren't even they weren't even like of age. They were just like girls who worked at the stadium. They should erect a memorial in their name. Those they two live. girls. <laughs> yeah, right. You're telling they I bet they were torn apart like soft bread. I bet that was the end of them in instance. Destroyed in seconds. Night. Yeah, it uh at the Cleveland just ball a game. crowd of ravenous fat guys just mistaking them for beer because they got their beer goggles on. Yeah. They just they drank these girls right up. Yeah. They drank and the so girls they, like a beer. They got kicked out. Yeah. Like the girls got dethroned and then uh, a bunch of guys just jumped behind and started pouring the beer into people's mouths or whoever wanted it. They weren't even paying the 10 cents anymore. Fucking put a memorial up for those guys. I and they uh, got torn apart too. Nine people got arrested. I think they should have arrested the whole city. Yep. Even the ones that weren't there. Especially that's the a, ones that weren't there. That's a cool idea for like a fucking... What are those space movies called? You guys like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, city jail. When a city's so naughty, you have to turn the whole thing into a jail. Starring Tommy Lee Jones. Starring, name one. You guys name one. Uh, name, a, name a curmudgeonly old actor who needs to make a comeback. Clint Eastwood. No, Travolta. he's fine. Yeah, Travolta's great. Oh, great. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Try again, Connor. I think, um, okay. Oh, um, Buzz Lightyear. No, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Allen. What do you think? Okay. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Buzz Allen. Yep. Can we have our own disco demolition night? You know, what would we, if we had a disco demolition, what would our demolition be? Our blank demolition night be? Maybe blow up the remaining members of ABBA. Oh, so you want to finish it? <laughs> Disco demolition night too. I'm just finishing the job. No, it's fine. Hey, there's no bad ideas here. Follows. I'm sort of following the Woodstock uh, uh, art model. I see. Yeah, model. Yeah. Yeah. What do we hate that's really prevalent? You know. Well, I was thinking COVID. If we got all of the COVID. Oh wow! uh, Now that we're done with it, and we put it in the center, we and we blow it up. Everybody brings a little bit of it. You bring your own from home. You get them for free. Yeah, to well, get it out however you got it. Like, I'm sure because oh, they're getting it out with, of us somehow. So yeah, like a bunch 10 cent vaccine. Couple of night. 10 cent beer night. Yeah. Or put the vaccine in the beer. How do you get the... Yeah, okay. To get the COVID, are you, you just got to do a big throw up? Is that what it is? So you just want everyone to come to the stadium and do a big throw up at halftime? No, I'm thinking... I mean, what it, the, the vaccines are them sucking it out of you, right? So, I mean, there's probably a big bucket of that hanging around somewhere did they get a bunch of those put it in like a free willy pool in the center like a big big pool in the center of the the stadium and then just Mm. nuke that thing or whatever connor actually nuke that would be insane i didn't mean it actually nuke connor when you got your vaccine did they take stuff out of you yeah they took the COVID out where'd you get your where'd you get your jab done jab yeah, where did you get this done? Who did this to you? 
Who did the vaccine for oh, you? I didn't, I didn't get a jab. I went to, uh, there's a mechanic around the place. They've got a really powerful shop vac and they suck the COVID right out of my gut. Oh my God. That sounds very painful. Um, I mean, look, man, you might say that, but yeah, it really was. That's pretty cool. You know, to be honest, I've seen you get beat up by a child several times. So my opinion of your, like your toughness is pretty low, but hearing you getting your literal insides sucked out. He can take a beating. He's got that Chumbawamba vibe. Yeah. I do got the Chumbawamba vibe. I know how to take a beating and then finally get back up. And just take a sip out of everything at the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, sure. okay, mm-hmm. so we've got blowing up the remaining members of ABBA. We've got blowing up uh, COVID because we're done with it. And yeah. How about we blow up rollerblades? Because these kids, they're circling me. I'm trying to ride a bike. They're spinning around me. They're kicking me with their wheels. They're skitching on cars. You've been having trouble with Shane. That's, this is something we could connect trouble over. Trouble is putting it lately. You're having trouble I've with been kids? at war with these children. So they're not even no. always children. We're talking men in business suits wearing rollerblades. Oh. Okay. Why do, what do, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a businessman in rollerblades, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we have blow up the rest of ABBA, COVID-19, and but rollerblades. It's not really the blades that are the problem. It's um, the people rollerblading. So this sounds like, again, just sort of a ploy to blow oh, people up. Oh, sure. No, no, I've seen oh, them. Oh, sure. They'll take off the rollerblades to go into McDonald's, to go into Popeye's. And the second they pop off those stinky boots, they're pleasant as pie. Right. They're totally rollerblades don't surround and yeah. harass Shane. Rollerbladers are hypocrites. When they're wearing the blades, they're vicious. When they've got them off, gentle as a lamb. They're liars. So lay the blades to the sides, people. All right. It's time to come together, not wheel also, apart. <laughs> now uh sorry, I just wanted oh, to say how uh, such a wasted opportunity to only have wheels on your feet. What happens if you fall? Ouch. Covered in wheels? If you fall, go faster. Oh, I immediately see the error in my ways. If you're covered in wheels, you'll never slow down. You'll just keep going so fast, you'll pass the speed of light. Yeah, you'll never stop. It's like a perpetual No wonder it doesn't exist. You become like uh, the world becomes your Rube Goldberg machine because you're just constantly getting dinged through it. Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back after these messages with more podcasts very important. I'm Lola Bordeaux. And I'm Alanis Percocet. We're two drag queens who recently relocated to a strange and wonderful town called Cityville. A place made for and made by drag queens. Tune into our new podcast, Lola and Lonnie. As we get to know our new neighbors, like charitable queen Generosity. Morning talk show host, bright and early and legal lady my attorney lola and lonnie is a darkly glittery cartoon for your ears and features some of the best comics and queers from coast to coast find lola and lonnie on your favorite podcast purveyor podcast very important Hello, bitch. Welcome back. I hope you really enjoyed that ad that we just had there. 
Uh, oh, we're doing ads now? Yes. Uh, we've oh. been doing ads for two weeks now with our good friends, uh, Lola and Lonnie. I know true, I just true. we just basically told you to check out their podcast, or they told you to. But I, now I'm telling you, go check it out. It's fantastic. What'd you do in the break? <sighs> False sense of security there. I lulled you into thinking I'd forget about it. I astral projected to, uh, I don't know where it was and I can't explain what I saw. So that answers your question. Not exciting, but it's the truth for once. Interesting. Intangible. Mm-hmm. Like HP Lovecraft writing. And then something un- inexplicable happened. And aren't you scared? You're like, oh, I can't wait to see the movie of this. And in the yeah. movie, you're like, oh, okay, it's a jellyfish or something, I guess. It's a jellyfish. It's something or that s- exists on Earth, even. Yeah. Like, it didn't the- even go that crazy. It's Jeffrey Rush's Davy Jones just just sit doing things that are incomprehensible and things that defy logic that can't be explained. A whole book of just edging. That's what H.P. Lovecraft does. Never tells you what's actually going on. Uh, what about you, Connor? What did you do during the break? I was uh, thinking about Mountain Dew, probably. Code Red. Sick. Baja no, Blast? Right. Regular. You ever had Mountain Dew Brown? Code Brown? No. It's, I haven't had Code Brown. It's similar to Gatorade, Code Brown. Oh, I have had that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Brown, you ever had Taste a the Rainbow. Mountain Dew Throwback? Is that when, is that the dry aged Mountain Dew that's just really old? It's, like it's dry heaved Mountain Dew. It's mm. dry heaved Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's, so it's it throws got, back up. You know, it's got cane sugar instead of corn syrup, and uh, don't taste any better. Still, still pretty violent to sip on that. As far as I know, Mountain Dew is kind of like a rude, uh, a rude allusion to Appalachian people who would. Mm-hmm. famously drink just garbage have we talked we, we talked did. about this before yeah. how they drink hummingbird that was, that feeder. was in private though they go out and they buy hummingbird feeders and just drink that they cheers with hummingbird feeders fucking sickos and then what is it the pepsi cola company took took it to heart and was like here let's sell it to them here's your sugar soup you sickos hurt 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 they're like, wow, they're selling cans full of hummingbird juice? Yeah. So much easier than breaking into my neighbor's yard. Any Appalachians listening to the show? away from them. If my grandfather any- used to go, never drink from a can. Never drink from a can. Because it's got botulism? On the lid. Oh, yeah. That's why I see people wipe it. Um, it's got rat shit it. all over it. Rat sure. shit out cans. It's how they're made. Well, no, he's he's not wrong. And I said, I said, Granddad, how do you know? And he said, Who do you think put the rats there? Mm. Sicko. Granddad was a fucking freak. Loved the guy to death, but yeah. But he was an he animal loved putting lover. Shit on things. Oh my sure, my sure he was. My sure he was. Let's uh, talk about our granddads. Let's talk about so our granddads. Dad, time to talk about our granddads. Granddads, Sorry, Shane, there's let's no talk time about our granddads. We're talking about our granddads now. 
My granddad was big and had gray hair. Jack's turn. My granddad was Clyde and Bonnie and Clyde. Shane's turn. My granddad owned an unsuccessful convenience store. My granddad was a Clydesdale. My granddad was Bonnie in Bonnie and Clyde. My granddad burned down a convenience store for insurance money. (laughs) My granddad is trying to become part horse. My granddad shaved his legs in the back of an old... Uh, old-timey jalopy and then loaded a Tommy gun and went into a bank. Uh, my granddad sold cigarettes to kids. <laughs> but it was yeah. a different time. Actually, that was like the right thing to do at the time. He's kind of a civil rights hero. My granddad chopped the head off his Clydesdale, Clydesdale and attached uh hit the top half of his body to the Clydesdale. My granddad's linked up and did a couple of successful bank robberies, one of them in drag, and convinced the world that they were a guy-girl couple when really it was my two granddads. My granddad gave free cigarettes to pregnant women. Here, baby, it's on the house. One for you and one for the little one. Tucks it, tucks it into yeah, it. Give the shorter cigarettes to the baby. They'd smoke it through the belly yeah. button. Here, you got regulars for the baby and king size for the queen. <sighs> oh, my granddad fucked another horse. Oh. What did you do on the break, Shane? Uh, well, we've been working hard and I thought I'd treat myself. So I went to the bathroom. What'd you get there? I didn't uh, get anything, but I did leave a little something. And see, this is why, this is why I don't understand why we say taking a poo. You take nothing. You leave. Oh no. You leave it all. Oh no. Here we go, everybody. Here it is. It's Jack's Brown Hour. All right. It's Jack's Brown Hour. Okay, Jack, lay it on us. How come when I say... Why come? Why come when I say I'm going to go take a shit and I come out of the bathroom with a heavy, wet pocket, everyone acts like I'm some kind of lunatic. I told you what I was doing. They say, hey, you with the wet, wet pocket, what are you carrying? Hey, is that a turd in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? That's what I wish people would say, but instead they say, your dick smells like shit. Your big dick in your pants smells like shit. The big wet dick in your pants smells like poo, Jack, is what they say to me. Can I Can I elaborate? They say, hey, do you shit your pants? I wish you would. Okay, go on. I really wish you would. Uh, Let's role play. Okay. Hey, Jack. Man, uh, what's the deal down there? Well, I couldn't no, help. I took the know. lead on this one. Okay, I'm the one asking Jack. You can be the security guard. You can be the host of the K-pop restaurant. I'm yeah. the guy okay, asking no. about the shit in the pocket. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. You go ahead, you Jack. Go ahead. What the fuck is that? Or what? Are, you're gonna have to be more specific. The front bit there, the wet thing in your pocket. 
What do you think it is? Um, is it a freezy? Is the condensation riding off of that? Because you said you were going to go leave a shit in the bathroom. No, that's not what I said. You weren't listening to me properly, and you never listened to me properly. Really? Wait. Bathroom security, get on the fucking ground! Oh, Shane, Man, get, scene, you better that, get on the ground. That was really good. Sorry. Oh, that's not seen. Never mind. No, no, no. Oh, I, oh, I just sorry. I, I don't. What did I do wrong? I I didn't even enter the bathroom. I wasn't. Get going on to. the fucking ground. Be, Look, eat the shit. Bite the shit. Okay, the scene was over. You were right. Yeah, that was our mistake. You know, we do the best we can here at PVI, guys. But sometimes it's just not enough. Uh, and that was Jack's Brown Hour. Wow. I mean, you guys said the worst stuff. I don't know why it has to have my name on it. Well, you know, we actually... Yeah, we say the worst stuff. I th- I've noticed that. You're contractually <laughs> obligated to get a, a full brown hour every episode, and we had to change the definition of an hour. And you we guys, got all the world leaders on it because they were like, this can't go this long. You guys served me Baileys and said it was expired milk, and I drank the whole thing and got wasted, and then you made me renegotiate my contract when I was dairy drunk. I don't think that's very fair. I, I, why would I want the brown hour? Also, I've noticed that there's this trend that you guys just coax me into saying something that's kind of bad, and then you double down on what I'm saying, and then say, oh, Jack, oh, ew, that you said that, that you did that. I've listened back to two episodes now without falling asleep, and then it's a lot of that. Well, I don't say anything bad ever, so it's got to be one of us, and it ain't me. Well, I'm the nice one, so... Well, that kind of settles it. You had to. It's kind of hard to believe it. I think. (sighs) Yeah, when you look at it like that, I'm wrong. Anyways, that was Jack's Brown Hour. Thanks. Hey, no problem. Uh, this this podcast, if I'm being honest with you guys, uh, feels like it's going on for too long. Uh, but we're not even. Is it? Does not even close. I don't think so at all. I think we no. We can really pump out some some stuff. Here. All right, Shane, give it, give me, give me a top ten number one. Top ten number one. Top ten number one. Top ten number one. He's looking at it. Uh, he's looking at his ceiling. He's looking one. at the wall. It's fun. If you're listening at home, take this time to also think of something else. Just completely and email it to us. You're yes, listening please. to the podcast. Go. Uh, go I went to this is you time the movie theater the other day. Saw Suicide Squad. I had fun. But there's there's a machine at the movie theater. If you go to the Cineplex, it's a Coke machine where you pick whatever flavor you want. And mm. I think people want that power, but I don't think we should have it. Because I picked raspberry ginger ale, and it was uh, acerbic. Is that a oh. word? I don't think you're allowed to say that. Yeah, I think that's like a bad name for a Serbian person. I didn't even okay. want to say that much. It was Holy shit, did I say something bad? Well, I mean... Oh my God. You clarified I pulled a real jack there, man. Oh. I need to think about my ways. It's kind of the. It's kind of like tasting like 20 pops at once. And Yeah. I, I think we should stop that or something. Have you, that guys, sounds, have you seen this? Have you tried this? We should market it. I think we should give it you know? an AI a girl an AI girl brain and have it talk to you and you can have a relationship when you come back to see a movie it remembers you and says how was the raspberry ginger ale Shane 
and you can talk frankly to her acerbic and she'll say she'll bleep you out just as you start saying it that'd be cool raspberry ginger ale I, people keep saying that AI has come in and look out, here it comes, it's the end of time. Go, Shane, you look like you've had some kind of revelation. Go ahead, say it. Looked up acerbic and I was right. It it's is an archaic term sir. for tasting sour or bitter. So I just want to say that I've been vindicated, that uh, everything I said on this podcast has been correct and fully legal. You heard that. Sorry, go on. We're going to marry the Coke machine, you were saying. I mean, it, it's not my... I can't just say I'm going to do that. There's a two-way relationship there. You know? So you're going to put in a couple loonies and then... It's not the freaking 1800s, Shane. Yeah, loonies. Okay. What, you're not you're not doing a dowry for the your coke wife? Uh, I mean, she has a say in it. They haven't even gone out yet. Yeah, I, you're taking this too fast, Shane. I was I just wanted to have a, a I just wanted I just wanted a drink robot that would remember me for once and that would talk back when I talk to it. Maybe maybe. Oh, yeah, actually. Okay, okay so let's set the scene a little. You're trying to ro- romance a Coke machine by picking the most erotic flavor, right? That's crazy? right. Yeah, you could play me. Shane, go ahead, play me. Hey, you remember me? Me, Raspberry Ginger Ale. Of uh, course I remember you. Okay, what flavor should I have that'll make you horny? Well, would, where would be the fun in that if I told you? You have to woo me, Jack Piss. What about... Cre- <laughs> what about cream soda? It's, a, it's actually vanilla flavored. It's not cream flavored. I know that. Oh, wow, you're I'm creaming so soda. I'm creaming soda. I'll marry you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I gotta go take a shit. Sorry. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. I think they would. I think that would work, Jack. Yeah. Um. Thanks. Hmm. Would you guys? Would you guys? What? Would you guys speak up? Be angry with me? Would you be Shane? Would you be angry with me? Yes. It, okay. No, finish your thought. I might like it. I'm getting angry with you just over this stunt. You know that my wife and I have been trying for kids for a while. Now, we just can't figure it out, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get tired of figuring it out isn't your wife a and baby f- scientist yeah right which is why i'm like shouldn't you like shouldn't this be working and sh- like don't you know what's going on and she's like stumping me you know is that a innuendo shouldn't you be stumping her dude <laughs> that's rude no, that's my wife that's my wife don't I talk know. about her like that why not it's, it's great it's beautiful it's nice. It's a nice thing for a husband and a wife to do. It's. I think people should. S- no, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just a little old fashioned. Hope you're having sex. So, well, last night, me and my wife were making stump, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh. 
you know, and so I was on one side of the bed, she was on the other. And okay. she was saying, like, throw a baby in me, throw a baby in me. Okay. And I was like, I will, oh, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Uh, but then still no baby. So I was just wondering, will you guys be angry at me if I maybe um adopt the little boy? Um Wow. Uh, Does that mean he'll be on the podcast more or less? I don't want him to be on the podcast at all. I honestly don't know what ramifications there will be for having this. So we're all on the same wavelength here. None of us want him on the podcast at all. I've been saying this for every single time he comes up. I want nothing to do with him. This is the only time I've ever brought it up. Okay, so you... When you're stumping your wife, you're unable to throw a baby in making her. Making so stump, you're going Shane. To I'm not a barbarian. When you're when you're making stump in your wife and you can't throw a baby in her because of accuracy or some other reason. I can't get it up. They're heavy. What are you wearing when you're doing this? The usual. All of it? The pajamas? The belt. The belt. Okay. I'm wearing my power belt. What did you eat beforehand? The weenies, like you said. Okay. Did you say the mantra? The laser tag mantra? No. Okay. You and your spouse. I thought the instructions on my laminated card were very clear. Say the laser tag oath before you get into it. And that should probably do it, man. I will not run. I will not cry. I will not jump. I will not spy. I will not make swears. I will throw the baby in while I stump and make stump with you. See, you're forgetting the last thing. I will have fun. I will have fun, Connor. Wow, that Ugh. explains it. He hasn't been having fun while making Come on. stump. You think babies... You know, that's don't... it. My wife has been, you know, she knows she, she can think how to make a baby all she wants with her baby science and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But when it comes down to it, she didn't know how to have fun. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like uh, re- read a man about a fish and he'll think he knows all about that fucking fish. But once he actually starts fishing, how much does that actually contribute to his fishing ability? Mm. You know I, mean? I do. It's kind of like kind of like uh, build a man a fire. He'll be warm for the evening, but tie him to a chair and cover him in gasoline and set him on fire be warm for the rest of his life that's actually true and you can sing stuck in the middle with you as well while you're doing this be be mean to a man once and he cries be nice to a man a few times and then be mean to him again or or you know and be mean to him he then he cries a lot then it's more upsetting for him and so I'm thinking, rather than adopting the boy, you take this newfound have fun approach to making stump with your wife, have a kid, train that kid in martial combat, have him kill the little boy. That's legal. Mm. That's that's boy slaughter, right? That's not murder. That's boy slaughter. It's not yeah. it's not manslaughter. It's boy slaughter. Yeah, because if you were to kill him, it would be statutory murder because you're too old. He's underage. You could also do what I do and just adopt them and then 
put them in like the Santa Claus parade and Santa Claus town and have them be kind of a source of passive income on the holidays. They they pay Monetize they pay people, people yeah, to do yeah. that. They pay the little elves at the mall and like in bigger Santa Claus parades and like uh, corporate events and stuff. Just rent them out. Yeah, or have them be a chimney sweep. Yeah, I kind of I make them do sort of a reverse snowbird thing, like in the sense that they come up here in the winter, and then every other month I send them to uh, Doberman uh, boot camp in Tennessee. <laughs> What do they teach them at this boot camp? I don't know. They mostly just feed them and keep them dry. Put them in storage, kind of. Listen, it's not glamorous, but it's a living. Hey, send me to boot camp. Put me in a tiny crate, ship me to Albuquerque or whatever you said. Tennessee. Fucking, yeah, put me in a crate, send me there, feed me, and let me sit in a box in the rain for a while. No problem. Sounds let me like go out get stinky fur. Uh, I have an idea for a top 10 number one. This would be the number one. Oh, well, that's for you to judge. But, uh, hey, you know, hey, they're dog fans, you know, and and when your dog's lying down and you go over there and you sniff its paws and you say, my, that smells like corn chips. Yeah, it's first. It's not corn chips. It is uh, sort of a bacteria, like a yeasty bacteria that grows on their feet that's particularly fragrant when they're getting sleepy. Is it corn-based? I don't know, but I know that it gets used in some southern Mexican cooking. No, that's not true. That's not true. I was sort of making a joke about the, the the corn mold that they do use. Tastes just like it sounds. What, Juadaloche? Something like that? Could have fooled me. Si, senor. Have you guys heard of there's like a parasite, right? Uh, That lives in in cat shit? Toxoplasmosis. Yeah, it's like toxoplasmosis. Is that the one? Mm -hmm. It makes you want to buy a motorcycle and like drive your car into a bridge. I don't care. Shout out to Comedy Bang Bang listeners. (laughs) Drive your car into a bridge? Yeah, they they sing Iconopop all the time, those guys. Uh, so, not to derail, but you were talking about the corn fungus that people eat. Yeah. It's called Quitlacoche, but the English term is corn smut, and I think that's Ooh. a lot more fun. Oh, yeah, baby! Corn Cor- smut. Corn smut. It does that- look pretty violent. I don't think it's for me, but... I was going to say that's going to make my search history seem so much more innocent. I, I can I can look at this stuff at work you're saying. I can go yeah. on my work computer and google corn smut in full security. And so yes. sorry Connor you were saying that you have a brain parasite from your cat. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that now. Okay. I want to talk about corn smut. Mm-hmm. Corn smut if I what I would do is search that again and again and again to throw off my IT guy. And then once in a while, I'll put in something that just says like porn smut. Oh, and they're like, oh, he was looking for, he was looking for corn, but he made a little slip up. He made a mistake. That's fine. I have to assume that the best corn smut is on cornhub.com. 
Cornhub is disgusting. Uh, honestly, and their business practices are very gross. I heard you could only access it with like Tor or so, or however you do that. Get to the dark web. Uh, Onion, yeah, you have to get the Onion to get to the to Cornhub. You got to yes. use the Onion routing to get to Cornhub. Uh, all right, everybody, that is this is this is it. We're counting down the top ten number ones. You made it this far. Saddle saddle up. Uh, number ten, they are selling bootleg top ten number ones. Actually, number sevens in Chinatown. So we're shutting the whole place down. Uh, number nine, Disco Demolition Night. We're having our own. Uh, we're gonna blow up the rest of ABBA. Uh, we're going to blow up COVID-19. Uh, we're going to have 10 cent vaccine nights. And then we're also going to blow up rollerblades because people keep uh, bothering Shane with them. Uh, number eight, uh, we found out about 10 cent beer night uh, where these two girls got drank by uh, alcoholics. Uh, number seven, we went through our favorite granddad times. These were so nice. Uh don't really need to elaborate. Number six, we uh, took a dive into Jack's Brown Hour. Uh, kind of feels like we never left. Number five, we talked about uh, Jack's future romance with Coke Machine Raspberry Ginger Ale. She's uh, lovely and beautiful, and if he picks the cream soda, he's going to get her going. Uh, number four, Shane was right about acerbic. Real work, <laughs> and I used it properly. Number three... Connor is adopting the little boy. No, I'm not. We decided not. Instead, I'm going to do what number two is. I'm going to try make. I'm going to try making stump with my wife and making it fun. And the top ten number one number one this week is corn smut. Look it up. Taste it. It's some nice moldy corn. But you can also look it up on your work computer, and nobody can get mad at you. You can look it up a lot. It's fully legal, yeah. And nobody can get mad at you. Uh, please subscribe to podcast. Very important on Instagram. Um, give us a give us five stars on uh, iTunes. Check out check out our videos on YouTube. We have several sketches up there where you can see us doing what we do best, which is uh, well, that's for you to decide, I guess. Write in, the, write in the comments what you think it is we're doing and share um, you should give it, send us an email to podcastveryimportant@gmail.com. you know how to spell that because you got here so the mm-hmm. only thing you could have trouble with is gmail and maybe that's the problem it's g-m-a-i-l not like alpha male not like sigma male gmail send us an email and say guys why aren't you talking about Corn smut. Well, that would have been relevant to email that to us in an earlier episode, but we could have got to this sooner if you had done that. Yeah. Yeah. So think about what you've done, guys. Uh, and uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, Jack Piss, Shane Cooley, and Connor Doyle signing off on a podcast that's very important. Podcast very important, funny, and true. Sorry. Sorry. Podcast very important. Podcast very important.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey there, I'm David Novak. I ran Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. And like you, I'm always learning so I can be the best leader I can be. That's why I started How Leaders Lead, the first leader-to-leader podcast with CEOs from Adobe, Pepsi, and Home Depot, and greats like Tom Brady, Jim Nance, and Jack Nicklaus. You'll learn how to win, how to bounce back, and how to lead. Listen to this insight from Stanley Druckenmiller, the greatest investor of all time. If you love what you do, First of all, your work ethic is going to be fantastic. You're just going to be better at something if you enjoy it than if you don't enjoy it. And this from Brian Cornell, the CEO of Target. I think you've got to balance short-term with long-term. And you've got to have a conviction that the things you're doing, your investments, your strategy, over time, you're making the right investments and right decisions for your brand and your business. So listen to How Leaders Lead wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the best podcast on leadership you'll ever listen to. Shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now 